With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's not quite time for the madness that is college b-ball in March, but that doesn't mean the fun has to wait. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all new players the chance to cash $100. New customers can bet $1 on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week, and if your team makes it rain, you cash $100. That's right, all it takes is for one three-pointer being hit by your chosen team to turn $1 into $100. Sounds like a no-brainer. This slam dunk of an offer won't be around forever, so head to the App Store now, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and get in on all of the action. If basketball ain't for you, DraftKings Sportsbook has daily odds on hockey, soccer, and so much more. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to its customers since 2012, so they know a thing or two about big paydays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR to get your shot to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. That's promo code DNVR for new customers to get a shot at 100 to 1 odds on any basketball team to hit a three-point shot. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. Winnings paid out in four $25 free bets. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. I don't get my mother spitting news from NFL memes, and neither should you, Perna. Now, there is a real possibility that Von Miller's time in Denver is done. He's owed a lot of money for the 2021 season, coming off an injury that forced him to miss all of 2020 in a year that the Broncos can free up roughly $18 million in cap space by not signing his team option. That said, nothing is official, so don't waste your time with terribly constructed articles on U-Stadium, whatever the hell that is, citing Dan Graziano as real news. U-Stadium takes less time to research NFL news topics than I do, and then put even less effort into their actual articles. And NFL memes just steals humorous content from other people and claims it as their own, so don't look at them as news sources. Today I'll address what's happening with Vaughn, J.J. Watt, so hot right now, and what's going on with some other notable players who will become free agents or get traded soon. Please subscribe to this YouTube channel. I do football news videos, uh, and most of the time I don't sound like I'm dying. I'll get healthy soon, I swear. But only if you subscribe. And if you want to support this channel, you can do it through my coffee company. (laughs) Company? Benchwarmerbrew.com. I sell really high quality coffee, organic, ethically sourced craft beans. 
It's a medium roast blend, so not too strong, not too light. Benchwarmerbrew.com is where you can check that out. Also, Patreon. That's how you can support this channel. We'll be doing a Zoom meeting uh, next week for all $10 and plus patrons during the season. All $5 and above patrons get a weekly prediction video. So you can do that. Patreon.com slash That's Good Sports. And I have big dick shout outs for Daniel Duenas with a yearly donation. Brandon Poopy Pants Perna. And again, Lindsay Babau. Babod. Babat. Who I'm going on her podcast this week. The Broncos Brawl. Brawl of Broncos. So check that out. So the truth is, the Broncos haven't made a decision about Von Miller yet. That's the truth. That's according to all of the reporters and people who actually work with the team here in Denver. And when you're consuming football news on Twitter, it's tough. I get it. But again, places like U Stadium, like NFL memes, not where you want to find breaking news. Dan Graziano, who U Stadium uh, cited, works at ESPN. He's a credible source, but nobody could find his reporting. And to put it more simply, uh, you just have to remember that Adam Schefter used to work in Denver. He, he worked in Denver for years. So not only is he the king of NFL news breaking, he's better connected to the Broncos than anyone in the national media. So unless you see him tweet something about it, don't put too much stock into that idea. There's a chance Von Miller will leave Denver. That's real, I'm not denying that. And I'm not even suggesting it's the wrong move for the Broncos. Ben Albright, who is right more often than he is wrong, tweeted that the team has not made a decision on Vaughn yet. I believe that whether or not Vaughn Miller is a Bronco in 2021 depends entirely on his willingness to restructure his contract. Vaughn will make any defense that he's a part of better. Nobody appreciates all that Vaughn does from the edge more than me, but coming off an ankle injury that caused him to miss all of 2020, a weird police investigation that may or may not still be happening, Vaughn has to realize his value is not 22 million a season right now. Based on his reaction earlier in the year on local radio when they asked him about taking a pay cut during an interview, I don't have a lot of hope that he sees it that way. He's endured five straight seasons of garbage in Denver, uh, so why would he stay to play for less when he could go play for less on a contender? Based on this Photoshop from your mom's burner, I suggest Vaughn go to the Eagles. More seriously, if he's willing to take a discount, go to the Rams, Vaughn. Hit the edge with Aaron Donald on the inside and get Stafford to the Super Bowl. I could support that move. Now Denver has a new general manager in George Payton. He's probably trying to figure a lot of shit out right now. He has an entire team to evaluate before he can even begin to decide what he wants to do in free agency, and in terms of extending or picking up options for players on his current roster. So when Mike Kliss uh, says that he has yet to reach out to Vaughn or Kareem Jackson's agent, I believe that. Although he should reach out to Kareem Jackson's agent to see how interested Watson really is in playing for Denver. That they are gonna go after Deshaun Watson if he is going to become available and they are going to be aggressive. And there's your daily dose of Deshaun Watson still could become a Bronco. I'm gonna keep putting that shit out into the universe until it happens. Positive thinking.
All night I said, I want a waffle. Guess what I got for breakfast? Pancakes. Now the Jaguars are almost figuring out social media. They asked for 21,000 RTs to turn their teal uniforms into their primary home colors. And they got over 22,000 and lived up to their word. The Jags will be in teal, but then they posted this video for the announcement. That has been nominated for a Golden Globe for Scariest Jersey Reveal of 2021. I like the production value, but why is the jersey strung up like it's trapped in a spider's web? Are they the Jacksonville Widows now? It doesn't make any sense, especially considering the Jags were the least scary team in 2020. But again, I applaud the high production value. Now, J.J. Watt is currently king shit to free agency and can do whatever he wants. And it sounds like he's being pursued harder than the youngest woman in the retirement community. Have you seen Beatrix Bordeaux? <laughs> I heard she's not even 70 yet, and she's still got almost no liver spots. Mm. That's my horny old man impression. Now what tweeted today that free agency is wild. So it sounds like he is being wined and dined, maybe even 69 by teams who want to acquire him. I already made some educated guesses about where he might land, but after a couple days, I can tell you the three fan bases that I think want him the most are the Bills, Browns, and Packers. Yesterday, a report came out stating uh, that Watt is seriously considering the Browns, which is much better than just considering them. Now, I would love to see Watt go to any of the three teams I just mentioned. I think he helps the Buffalo Bills get over the hump and maybe beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. I think he makes the Browns a contender to get to the AFC Championship game, especially if their secondary stays healthy in 2021. And I know he gives the Packers an interior threat they need to beat the Buccaneers in the playoffs next year. Watt and Zadarius Smith on the same side, that's a fucking wrecking ball not even Miley Cyrus could ride. And then DeAndre Hopkins is actively trying to recruit Watt to the Cardinals. He said in a photo with JJ, let's finish what we started. Uh, losing to the Chiefs in the play, well, you're in the NFC, so losing to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? JJ, if I may, do not play on a Vance Joseph defense. Sorry, Cardinals fans. I think you're doomed for failure until you replace Vance Joseph. Even if you put ad in front of his name, ad Vance, it will never happen in the playoffs. Then we've got Zach Ertz. The Seahawks and the Colts have engaged in talks with the Eagles about acquiring the tight end services. Indy, like the Browns right now, seem to be linked to every single player that could be available. The Colts are interesting because Trey Burton is on the way out, but they still have Jack Doyle rules and Mo Alley Cox on the roster. Since I'm a filthy boy, I want to see more Alley Cox. 
but maybe the Colts are a classy organization aiming for the opposite. Seattle makes sense because they suck at drafting tight ends, well, just drafting in general, and just did the old guy experiment with Greg Olson, and Ertz is quite a bit younger than Olson. Allen Robinson, the Bears may be tagging and trading wide receiver Allen Robinson. Robinson is one of the best receivers in the league that nobody really talks about because his entire career has been wasted by bad quarterbacks. He had 1,250 receiving yards with Nick Foles and Mitch Trubisky last season. Six touchdowns, which was the same as DeAndre Hopkins in Arizona. I think if Robinson is paired with a good QB, he is a top three receiver in yards and touchdowns. The problem with trying to trade Allen Robinson right now is this free agent receiving group is stacked. You've got Chris Godwin, Kenny Galladay, Will Fuller, Juju Smith-Schuster, Corey Davis, T.Y. Hilton, Curtis Samuel, Marvin Jones, and the list goes on. Why would any team give up assets to get Robinson when there are a lot of appealing options they can pursue in free agency? Plus, the most receiver-needy teams will draft that need in a strong group of projected first-round ball catchers. Robinson basically needs the Bears to do him a favor and just let him hit free agency. The only reason Robinson would have to stay in Chicago is if the Bears do upgrade their QB. They have been rumored to be interested in Carson Wentz. Not sure that'll keep Robinson in town. And like every QB needy team, Deshaun Watson. Watson would be a big reason for Robinson to stay, but it feels like that saga with Watson is far from over and may not play out until after the draft. And even if the Bears want Watson, the competition for him will be heavy because the Panthers are reportedly ready to go all in for Deshaun Watson, including giving up three first rounders and Christian McCaffrey. If you think Jack Easterby, former team chaplain, is going to pass up on the opportunity to add a Christian to his roster, you're crazy. Then it was reported that that report was fake. All that's fake there is what the Panthers might be willing to give up to acquire Watson. Every team interested in Deshaun will hold those cards close to their chest. But I think the Panthers would be very interested in him. And finally, I'll end on some sad news, which regardless of the news is how you probably feel at the end of all of my episodes. Very sad that you just spent 13 to 14 minutes of your life watching me try to be funny. Now, you probably heard, but former Chargers and Buccaneers wide receiver Vincent Jackson was found dead this week in Brandon, Florida. The cause of his death won't be known for a few weeks until a complete autopsy is completed, so I'll wait to comment, if at all, on that until there's something worth discussing. What I do know is that at age 38, Jackson died way too early, and many of us are wondering if concussions had something to do with his death. Now, I followed Jackson's career because he came out of Colorado. He was born here in 1983, a year before me. He played at University of Northern Colorado and was a guy I really wanted the Broncos to draft. They did not, and he went on to be one of the best deep threats in the NFL for the majority of his career with the Chargers and Buccaneers. I hated watching him do that in a Chargers uniform, but was able to appreciate Vincent Jackson's talent when he became a Buccaneer. Jackson had eight touchdowns, a career high, 
1,384 yards in 2012 with Josh Freeman at QB, and more impressively, in 2013, had seven touchdowns and 1,224 yards with a combo of Josh Freeman and Mike Glennon. He was the kind of receiver who elevated his quarterback's level of play. That's how good he was. Last week, we lost Marty Schottenheimer. This week, Jackson. I just hope we do this less and less for the rest of the year. So rest in peace, Vincent Jackson. You were, you really used to piss me off as a Charger, but a damn fine football player. And I hope people remember just how good he was on the field. Thanks for watching That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, at Brandon Perna. If you want to follow me in those places, there's another video on the screen if, <laughs> if you got nothing to do. It's not quite time for the madness that is college b-ball in March, but that doesn't mean the fun has to wait. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all new players the chance to cash $100. New customers can bet $1 on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week, and if your team makes it rain, you cash $100. That's right, all it takes is for one three-pointer being hit by your chosen team to turn $1 into $100. Sounds like a no-brainer. This slam dunk of an offer won't be around forever, so head to the App Store now, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and get in on all of the action. If basketball ain't for you, DraftKings Sportsbook has daily odds on hockey, soccer, and so much more. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to its customers since 2012, so they know a thing or two about big paydays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR to get your shot to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. That's promo code DNVR for new customers to get a shot at 100 to 1 odds on any basketball team to hit a three-point shot. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. Winnings paid out in four $25 free bets. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.